Okay, welcome back, everyone. Uh, here we are with episode six of Family Reunion Podcast. And today is going to be a little bit lighthearted episode compared to like the exes episode that we just did last week. Yeah, that was a um, lot. We're, we're back on the wavelength of Kenny Ortega and Disney Channel. So it's our Christmas themed episode. And we are going to just kind of sit and chat and talk about funny Christmas stories, Christmas traditions that our families have both like together and separately and just see what we end up talking about. We're kind of just going to wing it today, but I'm excited. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Disclaimer. I have a few glasses of wine in me. So... I hope I am just as electric as I always am. It's going to be great. We are living it up. Let's Um, just chat. Yeah. So pop culture moment of the week before we get into our Christmas stories. Do you have one ready to go? Do you want to tell us your pop culture moment? You can go first. Okay. Um, well, my pop culture moment of the week, again, is like pretty niche. So if you know about social media influencers so if you don't know you don't know but you should know um my absolute favorite instagram tiktok influencer eli rallo published her debut book yesterday december 12th and i've been like following her on social media since 2020 i think and so she got her book deal in 2021 and she's been working on it for like a couple years now and you know it's been done for a while but then it's like all the marketing and publishing and like the whole editing process like I've been watching so it's been super cool to watch that and I got her book in the mail yesterday and I read the first chapter last night and it's really good it's a book about relationships and like different stages of a relationship so the first chapter is how to be single and the last chapter is like the last section is kind of how to recover from heartbreak so it's the whole cycle of a relationship i love um, her i want to read this book so badly like i can't wait till no, you finish it yes the first chapter it's like how to be single but it's so inspirational like self-confidence self-motivating like i feel like anyone can use that no matter if you're single or not i have tickets to see her live show in san francisco um in February and I'm super excited because I'm no way. Her and like yeah I really didn't know excited. she was coming to San Francisco she had her like New York City show last night and then she's going on tour in 2024 and so she's coming all the way to San Francisco and LA and stuff so I was like I have to be there no way wait yeah. that is awesome I'm so jealous I love her okay well what is your pop culture moment of the week mine is a piggyback off of yours last week last week you talked about alex earl and braxton this week i'm going to talk about them love it because she went to his game on monday night with a jacket that had a painted picture of him on the back that said nfl man yeah i saw that that was amazing (laughs) I need to be her. I need to be her. I'm obsessed with her. 
when am I going to be a wag? When is it going to happen for me? I am obsessed with this woman. I'm obsessed with Braxton. I don't remember if I said last week or not that this man that reoccurs in my life has a very similar personality to Braxton. I really resonate with Alex. I feel as though I'm her in this situation because he is equivalent to my situation ship. Last week we were Emma Emma Chamberlain and now we're Alex Earl. Now we're Alex Earl. Keeps getting better. I well, and did you see the TikTok of her talking about the jacket? And she was doing her get ready with me video, and she was like, The girl who painted it asked me if I wanted it to say Barrios or if I wanted it to say NFL man, and she was like, NFL man, obviously. It's iconic. It's funny. I'm living for it. I can't be on board with it any more than I am. I'm eating that up for her. And I also just like want the jacket. Yeah, I want a jacket with some Giants player on it. Exactly. Like, can you imagine, like, hype Tim Lincecum, hype Buster Posey. You had that shit on the back of the jacket? That would be crazy. Patrick Bailey from the Giants. He's the new catcher. A hundred percent. Have you seen him? Yes. Like, I need. He's, I feel like he's actually your type. That vibe that you like, I feel like, with the mustache. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a mullet, though. I'm sorry to say. I can deal without a mullet. I don't like a full mullet. Disclaimer. I don't know how tall he is. Catchers are normally shorter. Yeah, but he's an MLB player and he's a catcher. He spends all day like squatting. Getting back on topic. (laughs) Stories about Christmas. We haven't done it in a hot sec. Our side of the family would make tamales around Christmas time. For those who don't know what tamales are, because I feel like some of my college friends might, who are listening to this, might not know what tamales are. Basically, in a corn husk, you put in masa, which is like a cornmeal-esque vibe, and then you can fill it with like whatever you want. So like the kids would fill it with like cheese and chicken. You can just do cheese. You can just do chicken. Um, A lot of the adults did like cheese, chicken, olives, peppers, salsa, like whatever you want. And that was like very much our our family's like Christmas tradition that we would do during the holidays. And that was very fun. I actually hope we bring it back this year because we haven't done it for a few actually kind of a lot of years now since my grandpa passed away. But that is something that I love. And tamales are just so delicious. And, like, it's such a fun thing for, like, kids to do, too. And, like, everyone has their own, like, part of the station. We get everyone involved. Like, I remember there was one year where Auntie Jeannie had, like, a whole, like, assembly line table in the kitchen living room. Mm -hmm. Because for our listeners, sometimes, even though me and Jenna are not technically blood related. We are related through our cousins. And so this was their side family tradition, but sometimes me and my brother would come and make tamales. And I loved doing that. I miss doing it. It seems like the last time I was there was like a long, long time ago. Yeah. 
We literally and... have not done it since my grandpa, Grandpa Alex passed away. And I want to bring it back, hopefully this year. Definitely have a lot of fond memories of making tamales with you guys. And it's just, it's easy and it's fun. And mm-hmm. the ones that we used to make, they're so good. And the only, not the only times, but like sometimes I'll buy those Trader Joe's ones. And they're good because they're Trader Joe's, but nothing like the real thing. They don't hit the same. Like something about a homemade tamale with like fresh masa from like a Mexican restaurant, like uh, it's just so yeah. good. Specifically, my f- like the four of us, our family. I feel like Christmas tradition wise, it's mainly like Christmas Eve. Like we have seafood on Christmas Eve. We always have seafood on Christmas Eve, no matter what. Whether that's like just like an appetizer or the dinner like we always have seafood and then we open up one present on christmas eve oh that's cute yeah that is what we always do do you guys do anything like specifically on christmas eve yeah our christmas eve is my family and then it's the cousins like our common cousins as you know mm-hmm. and so we do dinner at our house lots of seafood and it's nice because historically our christmases are pretty big and crazy and there's just like friend family friends and friends of friends and like second third cousins and everyone which is super fun because it feels like a big party right but it is nice to have the christmas eve that's a little bit more intimate and that was one of the things that i was like wanting or i was thinking about talking about not Mm -hmm. a tradition necessarily but this came to mind that there was a stretch of maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering it wrong maybe I'm like exaggerating my memory Mm -hmm. but there was a stretch of about three to four years maybe where every year on Christmas Eve something would go wrong with either our garbage disposal or our dishwasher (laughs) and so (laughs) Because we have the the dinner, and so there's, like, the seafood appetizers, and then there's the main course, and there's yeah. dessert, and so there's a lot of, like, dishes going through the kitchen. Also, side note, cleaning. that your dad is a chef. Yes, my dad so, is a chef. <laughs> so he throws down in the kitchen. He does throw down on Christmas Eve, I must say. The crab is always yeah phenomenal. Yes. Um, Everything he makes for family parties is like out of this world so our kitchen does get a bit beat up on christmas eve and so you know it's the holidays tensions are already high you know this would happen with the dishwasher or the garbage disposal like i i don't know i just remember it happening again and again it was like oh my god this happened last year it's gonna happen again my dad's a little uh, he's some had some drinks you know he cooked the whole meal he's just in party mode he's Sean ready to would celebrate. never what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to my dad so then my mom historically was left to deal with the garbage disposal or the dishwasher yes. like literally flooding our kitchen floor sometimes yeah and then when me and my brother were little 
were, you know, we're up super late and she's like, you guys really need to go to bed. Like Santa's not going to come if you don't go to bed early. But then she's also like dealing with the dishwasher situation. Right. And it's just, it's like in looking back on it as an adult now, it's like kind of funny that it happened so many times in a row, but in the moment you're like, Oh my God, this is kind of stressful. Like yeah. Santa's not going to be able to come if the kitchen is flooded with water what are we gonna do about that (laughs) yeah so I actually don't remember if it was on Christmas or near Christmas or why we were all together when Auntie Sharon (laughs) would bring in these fucking garbage bags filled with presents yes those were the days okay and another thing We've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. I am not blood related to more than half of the family that would show up to these holidays. And yet they would include me and my sister as one of their own. So technically not my aunt, but I call her my aunt. Our Auntie Sharon would bring garbage bags filled with presents For all of us. I don't know what possessed her to do this. But she was a a separate Santa. Oh, yeah. I remember being like, what did I do to deserve this? This is is the best thing that has ever happened to me. How does she know what I want? How am I getting a garbage bag filled with gifts that are just never ending it seemed like because the garbage bags would get loaded in and then it would take a good 10 minutes to distribute the gifts out of the garbage bags and each kid would have a pile yeah and then we'd go through the pile and there would be all this fun stuff and that was on that was on christmas night so that means we would have already had christmas eve and our christmas morning and it was just It was crazy. It was the most insane thing as a child. Like, Auntie Sharon has spoiled all of us so, so much. Like, it is actually insane. Shout out to her. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Auntie Sharon for absolutely making our lives amazing. And And she used to sign the cards Auntie Claus. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, she absolutely did. And she's one of the best human beings that I've ever met in my life. There's no one like Sharon. As long as I can remember, we always went to Aunt Jeannie's. I know sometimes like our family would go to my uncle Kevin's and you guys would do stuff with your grandma. Mm-hmm. and grandpa on that side I think or your dad's side yeah but that was like I feel like that was every couple of years but the the Christmas routine that I remember is definitely going to Auntie Jeannie's also up until I would say like we were in late high school up until college our Auntie Jeannie would host massive holiday parties <laughs> Which she still does, but I feel like more recently it's just been, like, 
us, like the close family, mm-hmm. there were so many people. There were so many presents. There were so many, like every walk of life was there. People from did. Kids, high school, people were around and it was it was wild. Yeah, it did feel like every weekend of December, there was some event happening with the family. And it's like, oh, this weekend is that party. And the next weekend is tamales. And then the weekend after that is the like cousin gift exchange event. And then, then it's Christmas. (laughs) The The cousin gift exchange. The last cousin gift exchange that we had. I so rudely stole a a Lululemon belt bag from Bridget. I I remember that. Bridget, I am so sorry. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Have you seen The Office? Of course. It it was like that episode (laughs) of The Office where they're like, oh, it's a $20 limit. And then Michael's like, I have an iPod the ipod it and because jackie so had her discount her lululemon discount so like technically she was in the budget but it it put all of our other gifts to shame to and shame. it became the hot ticket item to shame as soon as the belt bag was revealed, revealed. <laughs> it was like okay this has now changed what the gift exchange is because all of a sudden everyone is like target on the belt bag except for aiden aiden was the only one who we were safe aiden was in the the gift exchange yeah (laughs) i don't even remember do you know how many years he went home with like hand lotion or like a chapstick set or like we a makeup bag <laughs> we do not give poor aiden enough credit for being the only boy in the family the only boy cousin yeah the only boy in the family there are there is just women everywhere because even your side even though we're technically not related he still can't get a break because no. It's you and your sister, yeah. It's just me and my sister. There's no boys anywhere. Poor Aiden. We stand Aiden. He has been such a trooper all of these years. He's never complained. At least not publicly. Yeah, I don't he think he's ever great. like super complained about it. He's always been pretty easygoing about it, even when we were younger. I mean, he's an easygoing guy. Yeah. He's just, he's fantastic. No flaws in Aiden. Aiden is a 10 out of 10. Oh my God. Did he, did he also get a garbage bag? Oh yeah. He always got a garbage bag. I just like, there was so many like Barbies and Bratz dolls and all of that to go around that it was like, whatever Aiden was opening was like, it it like wasn't happening to us. Because he was getting, like, Tonka trucks. Exactly. And we're like, okay. Like, we weren't paying attention to that. Yeah, I I was maybe a little bit more. But it's also because I have a brother. Like, yeah, I could always get down with some Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Or, like, some 
Tonka trucks or whatever. Yeah. Even yeah. now, like I like watching sports. I like watching football, baseball. I don't know. Totally. And I feel like I was the I was the like tom girl of my family, tomboy. Everyone just always bought me Barbies. Yeah. So all I had like an enormous amount of Barbies that sat in a bin. And my parents bought me this like Hot Wheel train track, like Hot Wheel track situation. And I would just play with all these cars. Like my aunt would buy me these like expensive holiday Barbies that were like different every year, like whatever the holiday Barbie was. And I would be like, that's great, but like it's literally going to sit in the box. Yeah, I was a Polly Pocket girl. I was quirky Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After Christmas, my family usually most years goes to Tahoe, four of us, mom, dad, brother, me. And sometimes we go skiing, sometimes we don't. Uh, Sometimes we stay through New Year's. Sometimes like as me and my brother get older, we're like, no, we want to like hang out with our friends on New Year's. So it's like just a couple days in between. My parents didn't take us skiing until I was like maybe 12 and my brother was eight. And the rest of the time, we would just go up and, like, play in the snow and, like, go to the park and yeah. ride the sled, like, the little saucers. And it was a great time. And so one year, my dad took us, me and my brother, to the park to ride the sleds and stuff while my mom like cleaned up the house so that we could drive home that day because it's like you got to do all the laundry, make all the beds, all that stuff. And so my mom's like, you know, okay, just get out of the house, take the kids out of the house, go ride the freaking sled and get out of my face so I can clean. And so we're like at the park and we're having a great time. We're trying all these different little paths that we've made. And I kind of look over and I'm like, oh, like dad, I want to go on this one. Like, can I go on this one? And he goes, I don't know it's a little bit, it looks a little steep. Let me go down it first because I can pave the way better. And then, then you can go down if it's okay. And so he goes down on one of those plastic saucer things and flings up into the air, like halfway down the hill and then lands on a rock or something with the plastic saw like on the saucer and goes down the rest of the hill and he is like writhing in pain is so in pain that he has like shortness of breath because he's like in so much pain and me and my brother are like oh my god what's (laughs) happening i'm like probably 10 at this point so that's making aiden if i'm 10 aiden is six aiden has no clue what's going on No. And so we're just like, oh my God. And so my dad's like freaking out. He's like, no, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I just like, we just need to go. We just need to go home. And so he like gets us in the car and like, we're, you know, he's like in pain. He's like sitting in the car, like just waiting to drive. And he calls my mom and he's like in so much pain. Oh my God. And so then we go back to the house. My mom has all of our stuff. And we have to go to the hospital up there. And he's, like, getting x-rays and stuff. Oh, my God. It was that bad? It was so bad. He, like, chipped the bone, 
like underneath his tailbone or something, a tiny little chip came out of the bone. So I, think he had, I know he had like x-rays and an MRI and all this crazy stuff. And then we, he had like these pain meds, but we didn't wait around and talk. Like, this is my Capricorn mother at her finest. She's like, listen, we're not going to sit and wait an hour for the prescription. You send the prescription to a pharmacy an hour down the mountains. We can swing by on our way home. Correct. And so we went to the pharmacy, got the pain meds. It knocked my dad out for the entire rest of the way home. Mm -hmm. And then I, when we were at the CVS or the Walgreens or whatever it was getting the pain meds, my mom was like, we had like a little fold DVD player, like one of those portable, like tiny little screen things. Yeah. Classic. And she was like, why don't you pick a movie? Because they had like a bin of like Christmas, you know, it was like after Christmas, oh, so they're yeah, like Christmas yeah. movies on sale. So I picked out Home Alone and I had never right. seen it before. And I was like 10 and I'd never seen it. I hadn't seen it yet. And Carol so, and Sean were depriving you of Home Alone. Well, I was only 10. I was only 10. Okay. It was out at that point for like 15 years. I know, but I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have appreciated it, I don't think, if I had seen it before. That's crazy. I don't know. So, I put that in the DVD player and like yeah. my you know, my brother and my dad were asleep the way the rest of the way home and my mom has always told the story of like me just like laughing my ass off in the back seat to that movie like imagine experiencing that movie for the first time where he's rigging out the house with all those pranks i would eat it up in fact i would even compare it to this summer when all four of us cousins oh (laughs) had a night out and we came back (laughs) to your house (laughs) And I genuinely don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life. I definitely haven't laughed that hard in in years. Years. There was nothing that was that funny. Right. So for our listeners, actually, this is a funny story about the picture of me and Jenna on the cover art of our podcast. Total side tangent is the picture i don't even remember where we found this picture you sent it to me i had a phase this summer where i was determined to look through every printed photo that was like ever printed in my household so i found this photo of the three of three of us which for some reason i thought was only the two of us i thought it was just me and sophie i knew Sober me knew that Susie was in that photo. Hi me had not a clue that our cousin Susie was in this photo. Is the third head in the photo. (laughs) Because in this photo, if you see our the photo on our cover, it's me and Sophie looking at the camera, and there is a (laughs) a head. That is not facing the camera and that is looking at Sophie and I. And that is our cousin Susie. She has to be like four. We have right. to be we're, like five or we're six. so little. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently this is at a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party. If that explains anything. 
Oh, that for checks some, out. For some reason, when I was high, I thought that <laughs> I thought that Susie's head was the corner of a couch. <laughs> How I still like you can like close one eye and like tilt it and I don't get that, but I have no idea because when I was high, I was like, guys, I didn't even know Susie was in this photo to begin with. And my brain is like, that's so obviously Susie. It can't, Correct. it could not be anyone else. Even Correct. on the back of her head, it literally could not be anyone else. A hundred percent. Because her hair, she used to always wear her hair that way. And it was so iconic that you can even tell from the back of her head. It couldn't so, have been anyone else. It couldn't have it couldn't. been an inanimate object. It was only 1,000% Susie. And for some reason, I <laughs> was just not okay. It's I was so cross funny. and I was like, Susie, you look like the corner of a couch. <laughs> it's so, the photo itself. <laughs> The photo is so funny because it's like you and me clearly have always been friends. Like no, even if it, we, I don't remember. It explains this. us so perfectly. Yeah, because I'm like smiling, giggling, having a great time, and you have this I'm look unsure. of. Well, you're like mischievous. Yeah, you're kind of you're hanging out with us, but you're I'm like, serving some side eye to someone we, else. Is everyone okay? It's like, so funny. Like, what's the dealio? Like, I don't... Like, I'm fine to be here, but also, I'm not. Like, what's going on? It like, is so iconic and so and funny. And Susie is just staring into our souls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It is so funny. I have literally no idea where my mind went to. I thought that literally was the corner of a couch. Oh my God. Wait, there's a date on it. January 29th, 2005. So that's Susie's birthday. So this was Susie's birthday party. <laughs> oh my God. This was her birthday party, and I've been dragging her at this point for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, my look, God, you no can way. see the date. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm five. You're four. That means Susie's, what, three? January. No, I would have been three at that point because I wouldn't have turned four. Oh, true. Yeah. So I would have been three, and it would have been Susie's third birthday. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I wouldn't have turned five yet. I would have been four. Yeah. So four, three, and just recently three. Susie's three in that photo? It's her third birthday. I could have... That's crazy. That's so First funny. of all... <laughs> That haircut at three is so funny. It was so iconic. It I was can't the, even get over it. Was it was the classic Susie haircut. My hair is, uh, once again, so me. I'm like a mess. 
I like my hair is everywhere. I've been like in the trenches that day for sure. Your Oh hair my is god. cute in pigtails and it looks neat. I am a mess. Yeah, do you think my mother would let me go out with nothing but perfectly neat hair? Have you met her? My hair 100% started neat. And then I ended up like that because I was a fucking There was probably train wreck. there was probably a bounce house or something. Okay, why are you okay? Why is your hair I don't fine know. and I am a mess? Like, Because my mom probably put like all the, she probably like ranked it really tight down so it wouldn't go anywhere. no, she was like, your hair is going to be so tight and you're going to like it. oh she would hairspray it it I was thought done my mom tight did that too but I've got some you're just major a force to be reckoned with I've got some major frizz and flyaways in that photo but I love this photo so much. I cannot stress enough like how strange it is that I thought that it was literally the corner of a couch that Susie's head was the corner of a couch like I thought it was an L-shaped couch and that was the corner I don't know when that thought came to my head I don't know how I got there because nothing about like she's literally wearing an outfit It's also her birthday <laughs> party. we were guests and I am sitting here 20 wait what year was it 2005 I'm sitting here like 18 years later going Susie you're a couch <laughs> your head is a couch Susie I keep forgetting that you're in this photo I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry this is your birthday party so I think the best way to to really wrap up this app is to discuss how the Alvarado household has slowly but surely over the years taken all of us down one by one calling back to the infamous parties that our aunt Jeannie throws yes it's christmas it's fourth of july it's a random somebody's birthday the 50th party was iconic basically every like as we've gotten older as i like mentioned before we've dwindled down the guest list to just like our immediate family and like our core little group but growing up up until like we were basically in college our aunt threw the biggest most elaborate parties that were just like there was so much going on there were so many people there there was so much socializing happening there were so many drinks flowing Their core memories involved with, like, every single holiday. Specifically for me and Sophie, we have peaked at the 4th of July parties. That is, like, really Yeah. our holiday. Because most of the time, we wouldn't get to see each other at my mom's birthday dinner or your mom's birthday dinner because that's separate. So Yeah. the times where we would get to see each other were always twice a year, 4th Yes. of July and Christmas. And Christmas, yeah. And Because Thanksgiving, you guys do your thing. Our side of the yeah. family is our thing. 
and no matter what, and even some years like Christmas wouldn't even line up, but no matter what, 4th of July was at Aunt Janie's house. There were always illegal fireworks. There were always drinks flowing. There was too many people to even keep track of what the two of us were doing. I think the 4th of July party specifically is where we really, at an older age at least, like came together and were like, we are two peas in a pod. Like there were just, we're the ones like we just get along so well and this is the vibe. Yeah, the parties that have happened at our aunt's house are just, they're just insane. Like every single person in our family besides my sister, which her time is coming because she's only 16, everyone has thrown up from the amount of alcohol that they have consumed, including my father. I don't know what happens when everyone gets together and we're and in that environment. It sneaks up on you. That's it the really problem. Because you get there. It's not like when you go out with your friends and you're like, oh, we're going to like leave at nine to go to the pregame. This is often a dinner time function at the beginning. So you're having champagne, you're having wine with dinner, you're having cocktails, the whole thing. And so then we stay until like midnight or 2 a.m., and by that time, everyone's everyone's a goner. People really go balls to the wall when they're at their house. I don't know. I don't know what it's crazy when we enter the threshold of their home. But it's like, okay, well now all bets are off, and everyone yeah. is hammered. It's the Catholics. It's really it comes really back is to the Catholics. It's the Irish Catholics and the Mexican Catholics, and then we've combined families. We have so much fun. We're a very outgoing, extroverted family. And I love that for us. Like, we have so much fun. And the Alvarado's house is really the spot. Because it's either Christmas or it's 4th of July or it's, like, some event. Aunt Jeannie makes it an event. Oh, 100%. She really makes it an event. So, like, I aspire to be her one day like I cannot wait to host the parties to host the holidays I love hosting more than anything in life and I cannot wait for it to be on us now to like host everything in like 10 years or something and I can't wait to keep it going and in 10 20 years time when we all have kids now like we get to be like the aunt genie for them like how fun is that it was a, it's a safe environment to yes. do that because your family is everywhere you're not at some like weird house or bar yeah. and you can just like actually fully let loose but i think that's it for our cute little christmas episode yeah we are hoping to do an at-home live recording for the next episode and then probably just see everyone in 2024. That is actually so crazy because to me this year went by so fast. 
by the time this comes out, I will already be home. I'm so excited. Yay. I can't wait to see everyone because I didn't get to see you guys over Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. In person together at last. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We're moving along through the episodes. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Mm -hmm.